Margaret Hefferman, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School Women in Leadership 85 Broads podcast series today. Well, um, you've been on the panel this morning talking about women, their careers, their CVs, um, the economy, the recession. Do you think it's a bad time or a good time to start out in a career if you're an MBA student? Um, I don't think there's any such thing really as good times and bad times. You know, the times are what they are. Um, I think that, I think women are scared. I think young people are scared because it looks hard. But, you know, the dirty little secret is it always has been hard. It always will be hard. You know, to find exactly what it is you want to do and to find a great company in which to do it. Um, It's probably harder because there are fewer choices. And so I think the biggest risk is that young people will not experiment. They'll think if they get a job, they have to hang on to it come thick or thin. And in my experience, you know, it's pretty hard to make sure that your first job is the perfect one. So I think the big risk is that people are going to take jobs and then hang on to them, even if they're miserable. And you told that lovely story of, of women of your generation staying for a career for 15 years in the BBC and then deciding when you were looked over, well, that wasn't good enough, you were going to set out and do something yourself. So you know, your journey then became a very individual one mm-hmm. in terms of your CV. Do you think perhaps women today have heard about that kind of thing and are a bit pluckier? I think the great thing women have going for them at the moment is that there is no conventional career anymore. Most people will expect to have two or three careers, whether they're male or female. Uh, Many of the industries in which they start out will go through such upheaval that they'll have to reinvent themselves a couple of times. And whereas in the past there might be some stigma attached to that, I think that's gone. And so I think the opportunity to have more than one career and to discover more than one thing is greater now than it's ever been. Now, you yourself uh, were one of the producers of Out of the Doll's House, the prize-winning documentary series about the history of women in the 20th century. Any lessons to be learnt from history and women's progress? Because, you know, we would say, well, progress is is, uh, incremental, but it's always that, it's progress. Do you think we go back as much as we go forward? Well, I think it's hit and miss. I think there are times we go forward and times that we go back. There have been times that women have made great headway in the marketplace and in the workplace and times when we've had real setbacks. I think the jury's out in terms of this particular recession, whether that will turn out to have been good for us or bad for us. But the thing I feel strongly is that no one should assume that the issues around women in the workplace are over. It remains the case that women are underpaid, they're underpromoted, they're underrecognized. They're trivialized, they're marginalized, and although that may be happening less, nobody should make the mistake of thinking that that stuff has stopped. It's still everywhere. Well, in Britain, we're having the first Equality Act or bill introduced about gender balance in workplaces, Mm. both ways for men as well as women. For instance, there aren't many men in primary schools, so there will be positive discrimination there in favor of men as well as positive discrimination in favor of women. But... Do you think that kind of strategic country-level legislative approach is a good way to to approach equality, or is it a bit of a sledgehammer to crack a nut? Well, I think the legislation is essential. I think if we didn't have equal pay and equal opportunity legislation now, you know, we'd still be in the dark ages. I don't think it goes far enough. I think that, uh, you know, that there ought to be more legislation around women on public boards. I think the civil service needs to get its gender act together. 
I think that um, in, if you look at the way that women are still treated in the workplace around families, that remains an issue. I think we need to create legislation for men that means that men and women, since they're both parents and they both have parents, have access to exactly the same kinds of maternity, paternity, and parental leave. I think we have to stop making family a female issue and make family a parent issue. I think that, you know, in the end, all of us are going to be looking after our elderly parents. And even if you've chosen not to have kids, you can't choose not to have parents. And companies just have to get their head around the fact that people have families and have lives. And we don't have a civilized society that will support a marketplace if we don't have families. And the healthier and stronger families are, the better the business community will flourish. Okay, perhaps if we progress your personal story now in with the societal mm. one, um, you are very much into the internet mm. at the moment as well, and, and you've decided not to manage people but to write and, and, and be, if you like, a sole trader. Do you think we live in exciting times if women want to be creative with their careers because we have the internet? Well, I mean, I've run many internet technology companies. I think the internet is, you know, just a phenomenal and fantastic breakthrough, probably the most important change that I'll experience in my lifetime, and I'm very proud of having had a ringside seat to build it. Um, I think as far as women and the Internet are concerned, undoubtedly the Internet has made entrepreneurship easier. It's easier to have a global business, as I do, because of technology. But at the same time, you know, we are seeing that there are more women-owned businesses in the U.K. and the U.S. than ever before in history. A lot of that has been enabled by technology. So I think technology has been a great driver for female entrepreneurship and the reach of female businesses. But if you would then say, you know, we've got these three levels, we've got the strategic country level, the global level, the corporate level and the personal level, this is a really tough question. What do you think is the most important of those to help women progress? Is it just if you've got enough stamina, you've got enough determination, you'll win through? Or, as a lot of people, including Mo Molum, the British politician, mentioned to me, just luck? Uh, I don't believe in luck at all. I think, you know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Um, and I think, you know, there's good luck and bad luck, and most people get a lot of both. Um, I struggled a lot with this issue of where do you start? Do you start with the political? Do you start with the personal? Do you start with the institutional? And I think the fact is you have to do it all. You cannot be a liberated, successful woman if you're doing the majority of the housework. You cannot be submissive at home and assertive at work. You have to have an equal and fair partnership at home if you're going to have an equal and fair partnership at work. And so I think one absolutely feeds the other. So it's about support, personally. A lot of people have mentioned that as much as then going into the workplace and feeling you're with like minds, whoever those like minds are. I don't even call... I mean, I support my husband, he supports me. I think it's about fairness. Um, I'm shocked at the number of people I know who say, well, I do more housework because I earn less money. I just, I think in a personal family, that's absolutely unacceptable. My husband and I have always worked, you know, that we earned whatever we earned and we both lived off of it. And we both contribute equally to everything to do with our family. I think if you, you have to have, if you want to be taken seriously, you have to be very serious about equality and fairness.
Margaret Heffernan, thank you very much indeed for talking to Judge Business School Women in Leadership 85 Broads podcast series today. And as a BBC expert, thank you for talking so well. (laughs) My pleasure. Thanks a lot.